0: The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or
1: programs on this station.
2: Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. <clears throat> I'm Michael Dow. I'm your host tonight. And uh, with us are uh, <clears throat> Sue Timberlake and uh, a special guest, uh, uh, Stacy Cooney, uh, as Jonra uh, and Stefan are both under the weather or otherwise occupied this evening. So that's a shame. I hope they feel... I think they're still sleeping off their Thanksgiving feast.
0: Isn't uh, Stefan, he's at um, Free... Uh,
2: he's busy I guess his job involves an awful lot of lobbying about net neutrality yeah which um,
0: yeah. his job so good good yeah he's on it
1: <laughs> he's not sleeping he's yeah. working yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah so yeah that's one of the the two sort of uh uh government induced crises that we're sort of having to fight off in the in the immediate term <clears throat> and before we talk about that though I just want to mention um, that we love to hear from all of our listeners um Including, uh, uh, you know, those of you who are overseas or abroad in other countries. Hola. Um, and, um, yeah, you can get in touch with Did us. Did you if say
0: you... abroad in another country? No, you didn't say that, right? Not that like way. that. Oh, maybe there was a comment there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there was supposed to be. Abroad oh. is supposed to be one word, oh, okay. not two. Good,
0: thank you. <laughs> not Darn that I'm it. overly sensitive. <laughs>
1: Like not the that I'm the world. <laughs>
2: Not that I'm overly stupid. <laughs> Indeed. It's enough out of you, Stacy. <laughs> right. No, but seriously. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, um, even if you just want to point out how dumb I am. So uh, you can reach us a few different ways. Uh, Civil Politics radio at Valley Free Radio is our uh, email. Uh, on Facebook we are facebookcom CivilPoliticsRadio. and you can tweet at us at civilpoliticsfM. Uh, we also have a website which is civilpoliticsradio.com that has recordings of previous episodes of our show, uh, uh, links to supplemental episodes that we've recorded and things like that, and all kinds of good stuff. Also, when we post uh, links to uh, things on our Twitter and Facebook, we use the hashtag civilreferences to, at least in theory, make it easy for you to track them down. So, uh, yeah, we were talking a lot about the, the, the tax bill. Um, we can talk about net neutrality in a bit, too. I mean, Sue, you, you work in IT, or you have, so you know way more about this than I do. Oh, boy. My, <laughs> you know. Um, we should have Stefan here for
0: this well, discussion. <laughs> well, we, we
2: should, but uh, we can certainly talk about it some. But let's talk about the tax bill first, and then yeah. we can go on about why it's a bad idea to change the Internet into a cable package. <laughs> It's <laughs> just my understanding. But anyway, um, yes, yeah, so uh, the, the the House of Representatives uh, has already passed their own terrible tax bill, and the Senate is working on their version. Um, I don't have all of the provisions in front of me because, you know, like—
0: They're still working on them, too. Have they voted I, tonight?
2: I was gonna say, cause going cause you to say, because who has time to they... do homework? But, but then I realized, <laughs> like, no, they still don't know. Uh, it, sorry, you were saying?
0: Yeah, I think um, they were trying to vote on it today, and then the— um the parliamentarian told them that a piece that was really important had to be pulled back because they were going to put a trigger in so if the economy goes south. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and so they had to pull that back, and they're trying to do something that meets with the parliamentarian standard for reconciliation because it's just supposed to be money. It's not supposed to be all this. It can't
2: make non-tax policy,
0: basically. And so um, they were struggling with that, but O'Connell was saying they had the votes tonight. McConnell, McConnell, Sorry. <laughs> thinking of my oil company um but Mitch McConnell was saying that they had the ta- the uh, votes like 6 530 or 6 tonight but i don't think they voted yet i don't think they've actually I don't think they it. have voted yet and yeah. it's there it's there a moving there, there
2: are there are a number of problems with with this with this bill um i would say the most basic ones are um that it proposes to just eliminate the estate tax, which the Republicans like to call the death tax, but
0: um, and I call it the small farm tax. But <sighs> well, it isn't really though because <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's okay. The large conglomerate farm it's, tax. Well, <laughs> it's it's if
2: your if your estate is worth seven million dollars or more, then there's a tax on on. But you know, what it what
0: creeped up there. It used to be too. Numbers I know. One point seven. I know. I'm yeah. glad it's.
2: it's yeah. I don't think it's crazy that it's creeped up because you know seven million dollars is a lot of money, but it's not like the a lot of money it would have been say in 1960. Yeah. You know. I mean that that is it should true. Be indexed. Yeah. oh and that's fine. But there's a, there's a difference between saying like we don't want to ha- we don't want to impose taxes on your estate of say say they set the exemption at ten million dollars. This is one of my little screeds here so hang on just a sec but yeah <clears throat> say they set it at 10 million bucks
0: okay i'm taking notes and then
2: um after that i think that the the rate should be 95 percent. because uh i don't think there's anything more damaging to democracy than to have Basically, a small cadre, a few families that have inor- this enormous wealth and power passed down from generation to generation, especially without having to earn it. I mean, like you don't have to do anything to inherit money; you just have to like live, outlive people who are a generation older than you, and that's it. And and be born to the right family. Well, and be born to the right family. And you know, there's no, there's the, you know, none of the American virtues we talk about of like having to work or apply yourself or learn anything about the world, or you know, appreciate you know, the, that all humans are created equal and we all have value and we're all worth caring about, none of that matters. None of that's required. You just, you just need to be younger than, than people who have money who then die and leave it to you. Um, and when, you've, when you're talking about billions of dollars, you know, with a billion dollars, you can pretty much get what you want out of this world in pretty much any way.
0: See, I think if, as an industrialist... I think that if somebody works really hard their whole life and builds up this business and gives it to their kids, I don't think that's terrible. I don't think the government should take half of it, even if it's not going to their kids. I just don't think when there's a transition like that, the government should take a cut. I just, I think it's wrong.
2: Yeah, there's a difference between a business and a personal estate.
0: Well, a lot of those, um, like uh, Hobby Lobby's uh, privately held, I think, isn't it? It's yeah, but that's held. just a
1: talk. That's a tax dodge. This yeah. the the whole privately well, held, family held thing. That is just it shouldn't be a thing.
0: Well, a lot of families do that. They just don't want to incorporate because they don't want stockholders. They don't want anybody else running their business. So, I mean, it is well, a you but they shouldn't be treated without, differently.
2: You could incorporate without having to have. You can be privately held and still incorporate. You know, that's that's possible. But yeah, um, Stacey, sorry, you, I cut you off.
1: That's okay. I just was going to say that. I don't believe that after a certain amount of money that there's any way that you can even use that money. And so, I personally—spoilers—I am a, uh, a a young socialist, person, a young person, <laughs> a young person, and a socialist. I think that after a certain certain amount of money, the government can take a cut. Sorry. But that's just the way it is. Redistribute it. Take it and redistribute I, it. I radical redistribution of wealth. I am for it. Well, I'm
2: against it.
0: That's interesting.
2: Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm against uh, uh, blocks of wealth being passed along over the generations and consolidating in families because that's. You don't how,
0: think your dad could g- gather some money and that you should inherit it?
2: I do think my dad could g- gather some money, and I do think I should inherit some of it. Because here's the thing. Well, I can tell you is. from firsthand experience that, you know, say 10 million bucks is an enormous amount of money still. You can really have a really good life and not have to work if you have 10 million bucks.
0: So we're going to income, ga- so you're going to set a limit for I'm saying like, like, like the
2: first 10 million bucks of, of an estate, say, and this is just me pulling, you know, like my own ideas. But say you set it at that. That means, you know, almost everybody's personal wealth in this country, almost all of, all of us. or more of the people in this country wouldn't have to worry about the estate tax at all at that level. And then if you set it at 95% after that, it means that this in en- these enormous blocks of family wealth. You don't you won't have like the Kennedys and the Rockefellers and the Cokes and the
0: Well that's why all those foundations we? were formed so that they could put all that money into right. foundations. Right. Well that's different. If you set Carnegie. those
2: corporations up while you're alive and then you basically give the money away while you're alive, oh, that mean, is a different thing. But
0: you put your kids in charge of the trust. That's why all the Rockefellers and the Carnegies are in charge sure. of the family I, I, trust. Sure. But but again,
2: like there's a difference between like there's a charitable trust which has certain obligations and requirements and has to meet these transparency things and whatever. Like, that's money that they're they're wielding influence, but it's not the same as, like, it's just their money. They can't just sort of, like, call up...
0: Well, they can fly around the world on it and they can, go they, check they, out somebody but they want give the money to. But
2: you can't call up a congressman and just say, I'll give you $100 million out of my personal bank account in dark money. Well,
0: trust... Um, Trump actually did that. That's one of the things they're chasing him on, is is what some of the his... Is, uh, is, well, yes, all his, all his fake yeah, his charities. Yeah, his Plus, fake charities.
2: I, I just... I have very little sympathy for the the idea of like, say I've got a hundred million dollar estate with my plan. What that means is the first 10 million bucks are fine. And then after that, the remaining 90 million would get taxed at 95%, which means of the hundred million dollars, I'd be passing on to my kids, a mere 14 and a half million dollars. Exactly. I'm like See, cry a, me a river.
0: <laughs> I know a family that worked really hard their whole lives, and they had the first refrigerated uh, vegetables, but they were before Great. Bird's Bird's Eye. Great. But they're a bakery, a family bakery, and they all have to work in the business. And uh, at this point, there's many brothers and sisters and cousins and uncles. And part of the deal is you have to work. You know, you have to work the night shift. It's a Boston big bakery. Why couldn't that pass to the people that have been working to create that business for the yeah, last the, you three know the generations? the way you pass that on to people who work
2: in your business? It's called a salary. You pay them. They, pay, they work, you no, pay them for the work.
0: they own They own the business. They created the business.
2: Yeah, but they work for They the were
0: bu- at risk if it got into trouble. They so, lost money. Sue, so yeah. this is
2: the thing. You should understand as a business Republican, like if you have a company and you're working in the company, the company revenue comes to you, the people who work in it.
0: No, no, they, they have a structure of all the family, but you can't be in the structure unless you actually put in shifts. So you, in order to retain the company, and this is how and the Quinzon right, family so, so, so in other words, has kept all of the cousins and uncles. So in other words, and they've all worked really hard, s- and the government. So in other words,
2: pe- this doesn't. This isn't what I'm talking about at all. It's family owned. It's no, it's not. Held. But no, no. This is not the property of one person. It's a, a, an organization that people uh, Well, that the closely two, The two
0: oldest folks own it at the moment. The the folks that are on their last legs. There's two two brothers. They own it at the moment, but it's going to go to everybody else well, in the family. Well,
2: then under my proposal, they'd have to sell things off or make other arrangements before they die.
0: Yeah, see, and I think that's I wrong. Think, I think they worked nope, hard.
2: that's fine. I, I really feel very strongly about <laughs> yep, this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so
0: funny. See, that's why I'm a Republican, because I really believe as an industrialist that if you work really hard and you've created it and you've taken all the risk, you should get the reward. And the, and the government should right. get a cut, and, but and they so, shouldn't confiscate it. So,
2: so here's the thing. So you took the risk. You took the reward. Why does your grandchild?
0: Because that's what parents do. No,
2: yeah, what is your grandchild? What is your great-grandchild? Well, Here's the thing. Like, like I've talked a bit about, like, who's how... Who's
0: the Oracle of Omaha? I can't think of his name at the moment. Warren Buffett. Uh, Warren Buffett does not give any of his money to his kids. Yeah. Good. Yeah,
2: yeah. but, I mean, lots, lots of people do. Here's the thing. Like, I've talked a bit about how, like, I, I come from money and whatever, and I don't want to sort of overhit that point or be tedious about it. But, really seriously, this money that, like... Makes it possible for me to like take care of my elderly mom and and she's okay, even though it's really expensive to provide the home care she needs, which is fantastic. Yeah. Very, very grateful. Good that you very the fortunate. Money. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that dates back to the 19th century. That's what like did, what dates back the money. It, it goes back to people I who who like died before I was ever born, you know, people who've been dead for decades, you know, like this money comes back from the 19th John century. Hancock. <laughs> no, not John Hancock. I'm not related to anybody famous. Life <laughs> well, so,
0: insurance money or merchants? No, so.
2: no. This has nothing to do with any of that. This yeah. is. Uh, I think it comes from selling land in Florida. You know, which of course couldn't possibly be at all corrupt or dishonest, <laughs> as we know the Florida real estate market is famously, pr- uh, you know, famous for its probity and um, and rectitude. But
1: well, I think I don't know.
2: So I'm just saying, like, like. I'm happy that I have this advantage, and it's lucky. But like, if it was more than just like, oh yeah, it's it's nice. It's a it's a you know, it's not it's not in the tens of millions of dollars. It's certainly not in the billions. But like, you know, by that, if they just done better, I could be a billionaire right should now. Should there
0: be no inheritance then?
2: Our, well, I'm saying not that there should be no inheritance, but like, put a put a serious limit on how much just whopping cash you can just leave to the next generation. Sorry, and Stacey. And I,
1: I I think that there's an extremely good economic reason. To have this kind of attacks, even from a Republican standpoint, they just don't want to believe it because they don't like the idea of attacks. The the very real economic reality of a capitalist system is that it accrues. The people who get that money do not invest it in the economy. They do not invest it. They put it in offshore accounts where nobody else can get to it. They buy things that are not stimulating to the co- to the economy. They buy luxuries that are not anything that is helpful to the overall economy. And otherwise, they just sit on it. And that does not help the economy. It, it, It is not okay because it creates a broken system in which we have huge wealth inequality. We
0: do have huge wealth inequality, but I attribute that to something else.
1: What do you attribute it to?
0: I attribute it to having no law that says your employees can go on welfare while they work for you and take from the government dole. That, you know, that's just like, you I'm should sorry, pay.
2: wait, you're saying they should be allowed, or they, they do and they shouldn't be?
0: They do and they shouldn't, and part of that is that you have fair wages and work rules and all that but i don't think you necessarily you, should take you socialist seriously <laughs> you want that is the first
1: completely com- one completely <laughs> and utterly anti-republican no
0: it's saying that they shouldn't be in the public dole that you can't steal from the government
2: oh i see so you're yeah. saying that the, the people from walmart who aren't getting paid enough and are getting food stamps we should kick them off of food stamps and let them
0: starve no i'm saying that the walmart family should be ashamed and there should be a penalty for them Aww. for doing that how do we how do how, and how do, we do that? Well, the way Warren Buffett does is that he really believes in sort of value and people working for a living. As I said, he's had his kids. I hear it's great. you hear it's great yeah i work two three part time jobs but you know who's going anywhere but i i believe in the power of labor and i do believe that if people work really hard and accumulate a lot of wealth they should be able to give it to their kids and their grandkids and the But kids see that's
1: there. a fallacy it's a complete and utter fallacy because the people who are allowed to work hard and make the money are a specific set of people who are already in a position in order to do that. If we lived in a country where a kid from who grew up in Brooklyn and could do that in the same way that someone who is white and middle class can do that, then maybe. But our country is deeply, deeply unfair to I think it's become more unfair than it was when I grew up.
0: That may be. Yeah, because the Bits of Techie Steak guy, I mean, he used to drive around Boston with an ice cream truck. You know, pedal truck, and that's how he got his money to downpay the well, on the Japanese steakhouse, and he's made lots. No, you know, no I mean, you, you, you I may, believe you may in be that. Right.
2: I mean, after all, like, look at, uh, look, at, look the at the way wages to... have dropped because unions are gone.
0: Oh, huge, huge drop. You know, but that the behavior of Walmart, I think, is is criminal. I think that they do that and they they keep all this money and they're employees get you know so mass health so w- what should we do break up
2: walmart no i just how think do we that, force them to pay more
0: i think there's got to be a way to create a, a playing field that's a little more fair. oh so 15 dollar an hour minimum wage i don't know what it should be but i think there's a way to figure out a what it should be a higher minimum wage something yeah. like that yeah then? i think you can figure out what the wage should be you have to you have to okay. figure out what the housing costs are and you
1: know all that stuff but again so, that's deeply anti-republican
0: that's that's super socialist uh it's more henry ford like i'll call it industrialist that that you realize that you've got to have people buy your cars.
1: Oh, Henry Ford, bad example. <laughs> you could have the Especially car any color in, you want. No, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Henry and this isn't Ford. not because of the Nazi stuff. No, actually, I was thinking it's because of the Nazi stuff. Yeah. Like this is serious. Like well, Henry Ford's in, Henry
2: Ford's like sympathy for Nazism is bad, but doesn't necessarily mean his economic ideas are are ipso facto bad. I mean, racism is bad, but doesn't screw up necessarily screw up your. One's economic
1: ideas. Well, no, I was saying that I, I was going to also come back to his economic ideas. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, in this day and age, it's not a great thing to invoke Henry Ford, um, was my initial point. But yeah. the other thing, too, is that, yes. Only in the Valley. I don't think people in the rest of
0: the country feel that way. He,
2: re- he received an $800,000 800, Deutschmark uh, Award from Adolf Hitler because Hitler admired him so much. And, and, he, his to, and his mechanization and his... And he wrote to Hitler about how much he admired what he was doing in Germany. So, I mean, yeah, Ford, Nazi sympathizer. But... Oh, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> Ford actually wrote a book about the problem of the Jews that Hitler read.
2: That's that's why he got all those Deutschmarks. So, yeah, yeah.
1: but let's... But, 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 but the let's economic issue, the, the let, economic issue yeah. is much more important. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: and, and relevant. And tax reform, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> well, and I don't want to... I'd also, I'd like, like you know i don't want to even sort of like imply that like leave the implication that i'm like in some way trying to like tar sue with like like the henry ford was a nazi sympathizer sue liked henry ford bah! you know it's like no no
0: of not course at all. not absolutely not, at not. All. i do have family in south africa but i don't well, know yeah. who they are so yeah yeah <laughs> But the, and I think, half my family's black, so and the other part is Jewish, and so I don't know. <laughs> no, anyway. no, it's 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 fine. Just you but know. it's I think it's important because I'm talking about economic principles and not and I think somebody's those, political
1: beliefs. And so. I want to get on. To, I yeah. want to get back. Right, to that and as so, so thank you, Stacey. Go yeah. ahead. Um, so the thing about Henry Ford, though, is that that is a factory town mentality, and even I said though I was an
0: industrialist.
1: And the thing is, right. is that even though some of that those factory towns started out okay, most of them ended up becoming basically enclaves of uh, serfdom, essentially. And so even though people were making money, they had to buy things from the company, they had to buy them at the company's rate. And most of those company towns that it, these industrialists set up ended up becoming basically fiefdoms rather than actual places where and people made are, a decent wage and could.
0: There are always people, especially men, sorry Mike, who will take advantage of the powerless. There are always I people that will do market. that. <laughs> but, but that's the dynamic you're describing. I've told this story a fair amount. I had a grand, great-grandfather who owned a factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. It was They made garters, and he thought it would be great because all these women were at home and uh, didn't have work and couldn't work regular hours so he would give them piecework and he started that movement but it all his competitors said oh this is great because we'll start by paying them two bucks for a garter and then we're down to five cents per garter and then it's and, and they were abused. But my grandfather was horrified by yeah. this ha- behavior. So I'm agreeing with you that, in fact, that happens when you have a disequity in power, that you do have people that take advantage of it. But yeah. I'm saying that I still believe in the principle that if you do more work,
1: you should get more pay.
2: Well, that's, that seems reasonable.
1: I think it's reasonable up to a point, And that's my fundamental difference, is that there is... Absolutely no reason why you should be able to give a $100 million to your children I wish I could. Free. Yeah. I wish I
0: could. I wish I could do it for free. Anything that I earned is theirs. Yeah, yeah it's but,
1: funny.
2: But, Are we still Sue? friends? But oh, Sue. yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> okay. It's fine. See, see, but what I think is just crazy about this, Sue, is you're like, you're talking about how important it is to earn things, and you're saying like, so I've worked hard, I've got all this money, and now I'm going to hand it to them, and they don't have to do anything with it. It's like, and they don't have to earn it. They don't. You
0: know, and...
1: Yeah, that's a fundamental that's yeah. incongruity of your argument. Yeah, yeah.
0: That, that if you give your kids a college degree or you give your kids a, ho- a roof over their head, I think that's all part of being a parent.
1: I,
2: I, I don't disagree, but there's a difference between, I mean, and even as college gets more expensive and housing gets more expensive. Oh, it's
0: outrageous. I don't know how yeah. anybody's going to do it. I think the econo- economics I, I, is way off. Oh,
2: I, I completely yeah. agree. That's one of the reasons why I want to, like, address that because like if you if you know if you stop the rich people from hoarding the wealth and you say put it in you know like the government taxes the crap out of it and then is like okay so now we've got education subsidies and housing subsidies and you know whatever else so that people can go out and get started i mean to me one of the advantages i've always had in my life thanks to dad being an investment banker and so forth is just like I was never worried about, like, trying something. I mean, I was pretty lazy and kind of timid, so I didn't try nearly as much as I should have. But, like, going to work and, you know, helping to get a comic book store off the ground, which is one of the things I've done with my life, and working in the store for a long time. Like, I didn't worry so much about, like, geez, can I really make a career out of this? And, you know, like, Am I, like I'm, I'm paying my bills, but I'm not saving anything for retirement. Is that going to be a problem? Like, I never worried about that, which is super lucky. And I never worried about, like, the cost of my college education or any of that stuff. For people that do,
0: they have a very different perspective on the world than you. As in, I want to save this all up for my kids so they don't have to worry. Right. And that's – but my point is, like, at the moment – And you should decide how much.
2: Well, I know people in Europe who have – don't come from the kind of affluence that I'm talking about. And they've got university educations and they've got – you know, free health yeah. and, and, you know, and, and th- their standard of living is as good as mine or better as good anyways. And the point is, like, I enjoy this, this, you know, luxury of, you know, being able to meet my needs and not worry about it because of this vagary of inheritance they're enjoying it because they live in a a more socialized state that spreads the wealth around and takes
0: a big cut of the taxes yeah right
2: but on the other hand they get this standard of living that i'm only getting to enjoy because of uh you know the accident of birth you know you're not enjoying this i like to live because you're talking about work you know you talk about you're working multiple jobs and and you know you're you're You know, you're not like... A spring chicken? (laughs) Well, but you're not
0: semi-retired. I've worked very hard my whole life, and I just don't... You don't want to retire? Um, Actually, I wouldn't mind retiring, but I have other jobs, I'm sure. Um, But I just, I don't want to live in a country where you can't work hard and get ahead. But that's
1: the thing is that's that you. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not.
0: You, you well, are... my experience was that I could because I used to be a six figure earner and, you know, I oh, always really? had I yeah that. Yeah, so I, I like that. I like being able to do that. I don't like the gaps in healthcare, health insurance, but I like living in a country and I think that's why a lot of people move here because they figure you can hustle and you can get done. I don't know that you can still do that. I you mean, can't. That's, that's you can't. You absolutely cannot. I look at what I made when I got out of school. I could pay my school loans, I had an apartment in, in a real yeah, nice no, you. Thing. Absolutely. There is no one,
1: mobility yeah. no, anymore in I, this country. And I worked only
0: one job. I, I, and I, I had a
2: car and it was insured. I mean,
1: obviously there are exceptions, but for the most part... The, the,
2: I, yeah, it depends on what kind of job you get and what kind of bills you have to pay. But yeah, yeah. That, well, I can I just say...
0: And that that, you worked very hard your whole life.
1: Yes, but I've worked very hard at a reasonable level where I'm making barely enough to you know, support myself... And I don't think it's unreasonable to suggest that somebody who made, especially since a lot of these people are making their money through not work. Paying
0: or not paying somebody? You
1: know. No, through not work. They're they're making it through investments. They're making it through- Oh, just through, moving money. Yeah, they're moving money. Well, I, I separate- don't think that that is fair, that they should be able to keep all of that money to themselves when they are literally using the money Well, the carried interest by- should
0: be taxed for sure interest and all that other stuff those tax breaks yeah but i yeah. don't put investment bankers in the same bucket that i put industrialists and a lot of times people say "Oh, i'm a capitalist i actually put um the industrialists in a different basket you know people who actually produce things and of course that's because like i like bill gates or I... elon musk or something well bill gates i think is a... I, that wasn't his invention that wasn't he just knew how to Oh, it's the same thing with Steve Jobs. Oh, he didn't... and face face, um, Facebook guy. I mean, they yeah. they were opportunists. I'm talking about the people that actually. I mean, they also got rich, but the people who actually produce something of value. I I just happen to have a focus no no I'm, for that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I'm okay
2: with that, but I'm like okay, well, but like this is this is our system, and yeah. it was like Bill so Gates... they've got to fix some of that investment banker B-b-b- stuff. B-b-b- but they're not
1: going it... to. That's right. the problem probably not.
2: Well, and Bill Gates was at least involved in creating, you know, the whole, the personal computer. Like he was he was a, a figure in this whole process the operating per, system. That's Well, sure, but not not the computer, the operating system. Doesn't matter. The point is that you can't use the computer it's without typing. It's a girl's job. You can't so. use the computer without an operating <laughs> system. You, you know, it, all Well, of that's this what, has led to
0: the world in which we have smartphones in our pockets. It was a standard operating system there were plenty, including Linux and some other ones, so yeah. He I, just knew how to tie everything together and put when it was on a desktop. He made them carry. He was a monopolist. So yes. I but now that's
1: what does he do with approach. his money? <laughs> I mean, if you are going to have a robber baron. Well,
2: trying Barron, to eradicate
1: malaria. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a robber baron system, they actually have to do what robber barons did. So they actually have to. Create the Rockefeller Rockefeller Foundation or the Carnegie Institute and actually give back. That's the option. You either yeah. do it yourself, or we're going to take it and do it for you. That seems to me to be perfectly reasonable. You still get to have a huge amount of money that you give to your kids. My Anne Rand horns
0: are coming right up. Yeah, no. <laughs> I also, I, I also got to say, like Sue, why
2: is it that like you see the only like. Like oh, if you go out and work really hard and apply yourself in your life, like get g- a
0: nice house and right. You know, so like none of that, g- none, none of what I'm talking about with the estate tax changes that in any way. Exactly, it caps it. It caps it, and I think it should be uncapped. If you work that hard and you continue, and and I yeah, think rules the- should be changed. I think there's some real loopholes that need to be gone. But I I fundamentally believe in in that you 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 earn it, you keep it. Okay, so. So we got to take a break in a couple of minutes here in civil
2: politics. Oh, my goodness. But you know the show <laughs> Downton Abbey, which people went I crazy I never for. watched it. Neither did I. But, like, <laughs> you know the show. I know the name, yeah. Okay. And the show is basically about, like, this aristocratic British family – english family specifically and it's like in the 20s and going into the 30s and like the family like is like how can they cling to this like you know way of living in the country house with all the servants and blah 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 and like that world is coming apart and whatnot one of the most fundamental reasons why the british you know the the the, the british society isn't controlled by the aristocracy now the way it was a hundred years ago is because in the aftermath of world war one they instituted an estate tax. It's that simple. Like a cons- the conservative government actually stabbed their, their constituents, their, their their core people in the back, and they instituted an estate tax. And suddenly, like these rich families that own pretty much all of England suddenly had to like sell land. Like England has a lot of public parks and housing developments and all these places where people live now and, and whatnot that, you know, and museums and everything like that. And all this... This land and buildings that used to be the property of a few rich families. That is what the estate tax Sounds like South rate.
0: Africa.
2: Um, well... It wasn't
0: colonized by an oppressive <laughs> outsider that, you know, exterminated it locals local people. It culture, was taken back but, by
1: force, but
0: yeah. <laughs> there were all these people that owned all this stuff that wasn't theirs. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then one day. Taxes are not force.
0: <laughs> taxes can be collected
2: with force, but taxes, I mean, but here's the thing. Taxes are the price we pay for living in a, in a functional, organized society. It's I don't the cost think of they should business.
0: be targeted at people who have done well. I think They're the best be. people to target. <laughs> Absolutely. The ones who can afford it. Exactly. I think we're going to continue this. Well, so today. if you
2: don't tax the rich, you've got to tax the poor. That's it. I mean, you know, the reason the poor get taxed the most, like, if you look at, like, Ancien Régime France before this, the the French Revolution, the taxes were paid mostly by the poor. Because they were the ones who couldn't afford, who didn't have like the social status to
0: get a tax exemption. That was one of the big advantages. It sounds to being, like our our government right now that you have to be a big company that can get a get one of those loopholes they're trying to get rid of. I haven't right. seen. So you are talking
2: about wanting to get rid of these loopholes, and one of the most basic ones is the <laughs> estate tax. But the
0: <laughs> absolutely, um, but the corporations they keep talking about getting rid of these loopholes, broadening the base, lowering the rate, and right. I haven't found
1: one corporate loophole that they've closed oh no it's it's all it's all a house of cards yeah. but we need to take a break
2: <laughs> thank you responsible person in the room who was of course also the youngest person in the room that's how how we roll um so this is a uh, civil politics here in valley free radio we're gonna play a few psas take a short break and then we'll be right back with more thanks for listening don't go away we'll be right back you want to learn to fix your bike how to keep it tuned up so it's there for you when you need it Or maybe you know already, but you just need to borrow a bike-specific tool that you don't have. Well, come to the Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue in Northampton. Drop-in hours are
3: Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come with your bike or your questions. And your willing attitude. (laughs) Or just to share your company. Spare parts
2: scavenger hunt every weekend.
3: That's the Saturday Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue. Being up at our Bike Lab in Northampton.
0: Details are online at
2: pedalpeople.coop under bike workshops. They say freedom isn't free, but at the Bike Lab it is...
3: The Lilly Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lily
0: Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on Internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays.
3: Find out more at lillylibrary.org.
2: I'm Rachel Maddow with the Pioneer Valley Planning Commission and the Franklin Regional Council of Governments for Valley Free Radio. Reminding you that
3: legally, bicycles are vehicles and bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities and should observe the same rules as motorists. For more information on bicycle rights and safety, go to www.massbike.org.
2: You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Nerd Night NoHo is proud to support Valley Free Radio. We're a monthly speaker series featuring experts from the community talking about art, culture, and science. You can find us at noho.nerdnight.com. Hi, I'm Charlie. I fight fires, and I save lives.
3: My name's Renee. I'm a cardiologist.
0: I save lives. My name's
2: Anthony. I'm an EMT. I save lives.
3: You don't have to be a professional to save a life. Firefighters, doctors, and others save lives. You can, too. Don't wait. To learn more about the warning signs and how you can help prevent suicide, visit save.org. In a crisis, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Wednesday nights, you might tune in to the Warm Heart of Africa to hear the funky, sinuous rhythms of Afrobeat. Or the pulse of Algerian rhyme music. Or the desert trance of Tuareg Blues. Or Township Jive from Johannesburg. Or catchy sukus beats from the Congo. Those are just a few examples of what you might hear from 7 to 9 every Wednesday night right here on Valley Free Radio. Join me, your host, DJ Vinyl Scratch, on The Warm Heart of Africa, a celebration of African and Afro-Diaspora music, culture, and history, delivered with a groove.
2: Oh, sorry. (laughs) We're back with Civil Politics. (laughs) It's just a, I love that show. Uh, we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, I'm still Michael Dow. Uh, I'm still with uh, Sue Timberlake and Stacey Cooney. And we're still... Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> duking it out. Duking it out. <laughs> you
2: know, that we should just play that clip from SNL with that Jane Curtin, Dan <laughs> Lucy, Jane, you ignorance, ignorant. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that classic bit. But um, we're still talking about the uh, taxes and what. Would you
0: wear a cone head? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, I definitely would wear all kinds of makeup on the air because... Wait, no. not a candygram though.
1: Okay, radio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to your comments and how dumb I am. Anyway, Stacy, you wanted to make sort of an historical parallel, talking about the Gilded Age. So uh, take it away.
1: So, um, and this yeah. is where
0: I have no expertise because you guys are the history folks. So yeah, I'll make something up. Sorry. Well, I have been sort what, of a... like the Secretary of the Treasury.
2: Oh wait, no, we'll get to that in a sec.
1: So I have been alluding to it uh, throughout the show, which is, of course, that we have historical precedents for this, and it is indeed the Gilded Age, which, if you're not familiar, is the 1920s. And if you're also not familiar... Actually, even earlier, even back in the 1890s. Yeah, yeah. but through the 1890s, right up to the 1920s.
0: Oh, you mean when the Republicans had the House, the Senate, the presidency... Changed the laws and we went right into the 20 crash of 29. Is that I was what going you're to, say, to?
1: Yes, I was going to say, and you might remember I know something about this. that. Yeah. What immediately it followed include, that include
2: Republicans with some, you know, like some claim to some positive historical memory, like like Teddy Roosevelt. You know, the, who trying to break up the Food and Drug Administration, antitrust, and things like yeah. that. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt wasn't wasn't the greatest president we've ever had, but you know
1: yeah of course you know I, I always like to tell the tale people talk about food and drug and of course the reason that the food and drug act passed is because he thought it was gross the fact that there might be a finger in his sausages
2: well he's, he's he, <laughs> he can hold those kinds of radical out there positions like
0: that <laughs> I have a friend who worked at a cookie factory in Lowell and one of his fingers went out in the cookie dough. <gasps> And they didn't stop the Are machines. You serious? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. When I was young, which I'm 65, so it was, you know, 40 years ago. But, yeah, they did not stop it. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that appetite. So note. he has had so, reason to believe. So that would have yeah. been 40 years ago. About 100 like years ago. Year. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I meant when it when I know of it firsthand Sue. happening. Sue. Right. About Sue 100 was... years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, 100 years ago. Yeah.
2: So, Stacey. Well, 40 years ago. Gilded sorry. age.
0: You were... You were... <laughs>
1: So of course, this was an age where taxes were extremely low and lax, and people were allowed to create huge empires of wealth. pair and exactly, <laughs> and it. The
2: Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the, uh, the uh, J.P. Morgan, etc. Yeah, yep,
1: the Morgans, etc. And even though they did eventually create these charitable trusts that we know and love today. Just to protect their money from the government. Exactly. But it's still... Like Bill still, Gates
0: and Doozy Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. But the thing is, is that the Gilded Age led directly to the crash of 29 the and Great the Great Depression. Because this is an unsustainable model. You cannot concentrate wealth amongst a tiny percentage of people if those people do not actually reinvest that wealth into the economy and that is what is happening today that is what happened in the gilded age there is a historical precedent we are headed for a great depression and nobody seems to care and i just don't understand just what keep to printing do printing
0: money and propping it up yeah right now
1: Right now, yes. Well, the money, the, the ye up. old quantitative easing. <laughs> uh, which, if you don't know, when you hear the phrase quantitative e- easing, that means they've just printed some extra money and, you know, hope nobody notices.
2: <sighs> so the interesting thing to me is we sort of went off on this sort of, I think, relevant tangent or connection about uh, the estate tax and our views on that. But, Sue... So, um, I think we're all – I think all three of us don't like this new tax bill. And, Sue, you obviously feel differently about taxes than I do or, or you know, uh, uh, Rosa, you know, Luxembourg over here. Um, <laughs> Emma Goldman.
1: I was going to say Emma Goldman. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, that was the name I was struggling for. But um, – so, what do you see as the problems with this I mean, aside from apparently the fact that the secretary of the Treasury simply lied about the uh the treasury department's uh research you know like their their economic studies of the effect of the uh of this tax proposal uh, apparently never actually happening
0: well actually there was a there was a um analysis today that came out and it um i can't think it's the t c a or t a c or T. I forget oh who it's it.
2: not not the um it's not, not the, the CBO. CBO no, nope. it's the other. The yeah, it's their the administration or something like
0: tax, that. Tax something. I I wrote it. I may find it later. I can't. But anyway, well respected. Yeah, yeah. And they did the dynamic scoring, which uh-huh. is what my party's been calling for. Yeah. And it came out just the same. That it adds very minimal to the economy, and that there'll be a one, 1. 1.5 trillion gap. Right. You know, whole blown in the blown in our uh, right so aside economy so so yeah, that's and, bad so now they're ignoring it and saying it doesn't right so um i i i think that they haven't done the work properly i remember i'm old enough to remember when reagan um changed the tax code and the first thing that came out of the house and senate was an abomination and he vetoed it, and they had to go back to the drawing board. And the cartoons, the political cartoons at the time, showed a giraffe with an elephant's behind and donkey's legs, and they said that's the tax code that our Congress just came up with. And they went back and they redid it, and they actually simplified a little bit. I actually had a copy of that. I actually you know, bought it from the government printing office and read what? it extensively. It was like 1980-something. I forget, 86 or 87. So... You can do tax reform. We should do tax reform. You should get rid of all the loopholes and broaden the base and lower the rates. But this isn't it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's my perspective. And part of it's the reason it's not it, is because I think they really wanted to reward corporations to kickstart the economy. And I think they basically, forgive me, do not understand but the economy's economics doing, doing well.
2: That's part of why it's just like. The problems we're having with having having right now, I think, in our societies, because in many cases um, the wealth isn't flowing broadly. Like a lot of people are struggling, even though the econ- economic indicator numbers on the whole are good, because you know wages aren't we're going we're
0: still down. not making things we're not still not no, manufacturing and doing all that well, we, stuff well we are doing it's some a of that service,
2: stuff service it's a service economy well it's more so than it used to be but we are still manufacturing a lot of things but here like like we need fewer people to do more manufacturing now because That's of also robots yep. and improvements so yeah. like Few, you know, we have fewer jobs there, and also uh, wages aren't going up. I mean, like there was that example, and I think you pointed this out to me about a month ago,
0: maybe two months ago. Oh no, the... are you remembering things I said? I thought we agreed we wouldn't do that to each other. <laughs>
2: <sighs> All fair. Stacey in...
0: missed that show. When we... <laughs> All's fair and love in love and
2: politics, you know that, Sue. <laughs> but no, um, uh, the airline in the Pacific
0: Northwest that uh, had to cancel flights because they didn't have enough pilots. Oh, that's a news story. That just came out this week. It's American Airlines over Christmas.
2: Not American Airlines, this is another airline. Oh, but this American wasn't... Airlines may have that problem too.
0: Well but they th- gave everybody Christmas vacation through. It was glitch. A com- yeah, it was a computer <laughs> glitch. <laughs> that was in the news this
2: week. No, this so. is a different thing. Oh okay. This is
0: an airline was canceling
2: flights because they didn't uh, have enough pilots? Didn't have enough pilots. And they didn't have enough pilots because they're, they're not paying, <laughs> right? They, you know, and like they didn't sort of take the like, well, the, you know, demand for uh, uh, for for labor is going up, so we'll have to pay more. People aren't they aren't paying more. Like the money isn't flowing out and spreading. The wealth isn't spreading, so the economy is, you know, like unemployment's low and the stock market is high and uh, uh, you know investments are paying off really well. Um, all this stuff, but the, the, the wealth is not spreading.
0: It's yeah, being and concentrated. the gay, gay economy is hurting a lot of people who right. have two and three jobs and right. don't, don't get standard benefits. Oh. And
2: yep. Exactly. So all of these problems are uh, exacerbated when you have uh, an oligarchy, when you have like a small group of wealthy people controlling everything. And this tax code only plays into that. That, to me, is the, is the root of it. And if you, you know, like, and I, here's the thing. I'm, I think the estate tax is a great idea. But, you know, even if we don't. don't you mean to get rid of it. No, no you I mean think, to keep it. I think to expand it, as I as I outlined. But, I mean, even if we don't change Sorry, the estate tax. Sorry, I'm wrestling tax, papers. That's fine. Um, but we can, I think we can make other changes to, to make it better. I mean, I just, I don't know.
0: I think I heard. I don't know who it
1: was, which is what I'm looking I mean, for. Our tax
2: policy is basically what, what has destroyed the state of Kansas.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what, what we're, we're heading for. We're heading for Kansas. I mean, yeah. it's the exact same thing. So I think it was Susan
0: Collins, but I'm not sure of that. The senator from Maine. Yeah. And Who she, has confirmed her yes. Yeah. She was arguing, and she has a bill that's different than the tax bill. Um, she's basically arguing, you know how they want all the money to come back from overseas so they're going to lower the tax rate so that, quote, com- companies would bring back the money they've stranded overseas, which we yep. know won't happen because you look at the incentives, it won't happen. She was arguing instead of giving a tax break to the wealthy and corporations that really that's a one-time thing. And when that comes back, however you get it back, it should go into infrastructure one time for one time. Just, mm-hmm. just, And that makes good um financial sense to me. So I think I, I think there's a lot of ideas out there and I I I can't understand why all the Republicans are going along with this unless they fear that they won't be reelected. And so this is a Hail Mary pass. Oh well, no,
1: it's not about reelection, it's about money. It's about dark money. I mean, one of them said straight up yeah. that his
2: his donor said like if you don't pass this tax bill, don't call us. Yeah. Don't yeah. call us anymore.
0: Which may also mean that you're so ineffectual that we're going to get a new Congress, but
2: well, yes. but so ineffectual at getting the thing we want.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the whole reason that this entire system that we're in right now is the fact that dark money is available in our election system. And that is how we've ended up in an oligarchy where only the rich can afford to actually be a party at the table. And so because of that, we now are going to be completely and utterly destroying our economy. And the people who are still going to come out on top are still those 1%. Because even if the economy is destroyed, they will still survive.
2: It depends on how much it's destroyed, you know? I mean, I have a feeling I'm... I have a feeling that the more we keep this up, the more we're breeding the next generation of, you know, Robespierre's and Dantons and whatnot. And uh, you know, uh, uh, what's what? What will be the uh, the the internet age equivalent of the guillotine? Will it be like something that like uh, is like a link to like a reality show channel on YouTube and whatnot? Like, does this rich person, you know, do they deserve to have their head chopped off? Vote yes or no. No, they It'll
0: just be. kill their social media, so they'll be silence. So. By the way, it was Susan Collins. Um, it was a, a Christian Science Monitor breakfast, and hmm. she was being interviewed by like 80 mm-hmm. reporters. So it was pretty good. The other thing she said, which we aren't going to talk about, but um, that DACA has to happen before the end of the year, and she was saying that Flake, Graham, Collins, Durbin, she was listing all the Republicans that have insisted that DACA be dealt with.
1: Yeah, the the yeah and yeah. Flake just said that that yeah. was
0: why he's voting for the taxes. Because
2: they, they, they said they would do something.
0: But they can't, because it's not a tax-related... Right, but they're gonna, like... like <laughs> yes, it's, it's, they promised him? They promised him. Oh, silly him. Doesn't he know better? <laughs> Apparently <Yeah>. not.
1: <laughs> Jeff Flake is really the, the most amazing person in all of this, because he's continuing to act as if he's some sort of principled player in all of this and yet he just... They hand
0: him his earnings and he says thank you and goes on with what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet he
1: makes these impassioned speeches about how this isn't normal and we shouldn't put up with this and then he just is. yes. Then he puts up with it. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah Yeah. and Murkowski's going along because they're going to open up the um, Arctic wildlife to, to drilling in Anwar <laughs> and she wanted it. <laughs> oh. I can't believe an Alaskan wants it but... What a terrible
2: idea. Yeah
1: I mean at this point we won't have a country left in 8 years for anybody to fix i
0: started to tell you on the break that well, I'm, I'm hoping uh, we'll have it in 3 years but um you
1: know. new york it's a um
0: science uh, science fiction um dystopia novel that came out last year it's going to come out in um, paperback but it's um new york 2140 and it's by... Kim it, Stanley Robinson? Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's I've just started it, and it's really good. NPR had a piece on it about it. And,
1: it's and optimistic that it'll still be there.
0: Oh, it, I get, I don't think it's optimistic. Well, you know, Kim <laughs> Stanley
2: Robinson, he wrote that three-book trilogy about like terraforming Mars into a beautiful, habitable yeah. world. So, I mean, clearly, he likes to see the best in things. So we got a, we got a, just a few minutes left, but uh, did you guys... We, we did talk a little bit about net neutrality and how people are working hard on that, and, you know, Stacy, you host a show called Evidence-Based where you talk about science and things like science and technology, among other things. And, Sue, you've actually worked in IT and, I guess, made six figures or something crazy. So tell me stuff because I, I, <laughs> I, I know I push the button and it goes beep.
0: Well, and I, I think Stefan is really pretty good on this stuff. Yeah. I, I just think that it's abomination that they think they should be able to parcel this off this way well, and I that they're taking away from the fcc it needs to be regulated even if it's just a basic regulation because all bets are off if they start to you know sell to the highest bidder so.
1: well i mean we can we know exactly exactly how it's going to turn out because they have it in spain yeah. and so in spain they have they don't have net neutrality and you have to buy bundles it basically your analogy was very apt that it turns The internet into cable Cable. packages.
0: And we all hate cable. And
1: on the other side, it destroys small businesses because monopolistic companies can afford fast lanes. And so it is basically the death of small business, any kind of business that uses the internet as its primary tool of um, reaching people. And so basically, yeah, we are completely and utterly destroying our country.
2: Well, we could also you could also use it for kind of de facto censorship if you make it like Fox News will load fast. But, you know, you want to look at MSNBC, well, it loads slowly and people will just get bored and turn away because, you know, or you got to pay an extra 20 bucks to get that channel.
1: Oh, yeah. It's also the death of democracy. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: On that cheery note, <laughs> another book I'm getting ready to read is The Water Will Come, which is actually a scientific study of what's happening around the world by um, Jeff uh,
2: You, mean, you mean, Goodell. You mean the uh, uh, sea level rising?
0: Yeah, it's actually a science. He's gone to all these countries, and um, it came out in October of this year. So I'm, that's my next one. That's real. That's not science fiction. So I'm really depressed. Wow. I guess it's time for black market internet.
2: Well, that's uh, you know, or uh, that's how Valley Free Radio got started, isn't it? Originally, yeah, back in the t- day, like well, it was uh, a <laughs> it was a pirate station or something. <laughs> well,
0: close. I don't know. We're we're all legit <laughs> now. Well, Bill mm-hmm. Bill Dwight described that. It was very interesting, and it was yeah. there was a, t- a tower and a tree at somebody's yard, I think, for a while. It wasn't quite legal, but we're legal now.
1: So yeah. oh yes, we're we very have, much we on the up and up and out. But
0: yeah, some way to to get around the internet because if I don't want to buy anything from my cable company, I'm trying to get rid of them. If I could figure out a way, I would. Yeah, T one line to my house, I think, is where I'm going. Yeah, I mean, I he, like, I, you know, I'm
2: at my mom's house a lot, and she has a cable package, and
0: you know, fibos or just a regular you know, cable. No,
2: regular internet, but Not also like fiber. But, yeah, yeah, but also like all the you know the channels and whatnot, and you know, I'm fine with it. It 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 it's convenient, it's great, or whatever. But like, you know, like in part, I'm. There's a reason why, for example, like I buy an iPhone instead of like, a, a you know, an Android. Like I know I can get cheaper phones, uh, but I'm just really comfortable with Apple. And for a long time, Apple has been like, oh, you know, you pick it up, you turn it on and it, it works. You start doing it. Yeah, yeah it it's works. not
0: buggy. It's not, you know, you need or, to call your friends. <laughs> or not
2: as buggy anyways. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean,
2: that, that, that to me was like, well, all right, I can pay a bit more. But then I get this thing that I don't have to think about. And and that's fine. You want to buy a toaster? Okay. Because, because <laughs> I am lazy, you know? But, like, I definitely think for, like, for people like you who actually know this stuff, people who could actually, you know, understand what code is, you know, like, it, like we definitely need – It's it's definitely not right that you should be forced to sort of take the same approach that I have.
0: Oh, I won't. <laughs>
2: right. I know, but you don't have but you don't but have But I'm legal, not going to have many choices. Yeah, you don't yeah. have many choices at all. No. Like, it, you know, like if you want to get on the internet and you don't want to go with your cable company, well, maybe, you know, like I can't get uh, I don't have a choice if for my home here in East Hampton because uh, the other thing... You we, could buy a T1 or T T2 line like a business does. Oh, sure. I could pay that kind of money, too. Yeah. I can't get like a direct... You
0: could a big satellite dish. But I can't get a direct business line.
2: class. You know, the, what is it? The, the DSL,
0: the phone company doing yeah, it? Yeah, you're yet? too far from the station. Yeah, they yeah. won't do it. Yeah. I asked them. They won't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Interesting time. It, I really... it. I think Stacy's nailed it. I mean, this is we're looking at a precipice here
2: and i think they go together you know like like basically selling off uh uh the internet to the highest bidder and then uh Anwar. at the same time cu- well and <laughs> and more and then cutting uh you know cutting taxes on corporations refutation. so they have more money to like basically make it so that like you know the rich companies can afford to pay more to get the service and and squeeze out the little
0: guys so where did common sense go uh I don't know. I mean, because um, we disagree, but we're not that far apart compared no, we're to not. some. No, yeah. no.
2: I mean, we're disagreeing about, about uh, some, of the, some of the philosophies, and we're disagreeing about some of the means, but I think we have the same basic ends of promoting general prosperity.
1: Yeah, and I said uh, during the break to Sue that, you know, in an ideal world, I'd agree with you, but we do not live in an ideal world. Yeah. No. I do. <laughs> no, you live in an idealistic world. There's a difference.
0: Hey, I've worked hard my whole life. <laughs> I live in a bubble. Does that count? <laughs> I guess well, not. and to talk to people who have different circumstances, I mean, it really is important. So. No, no. Yeah, that was it. That was the oh, thought. Yeah, okay. yeah, that it's just really important to, to have it out without, you know, trying to kill the other person off.
2: Yeah. Um yeah and we didn't even talk about foreign policy and rex tillerson (laughs) and not trying to kill the other person off but yeah
0: britain first and those horrible things that got retweeted oh like that's what the guy who murdered joe cox said at least flynn pleaded guilty that's
2: a good thing today that's well (laughs) we'll see how that goes yeah but anyway we do have to wrap up uh Subcultures coming up next, blends a uh, great mix of music for a couple hours, followed by Off the Record. So uh, thanks for listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, and we'll be back with more next week. Um, and also check out Evidence Based next week at 6 p.m., just before us. And thanks for listening.
1: Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.